Hello, listeners of Knock It Off. It's me again, Kara Wood, and I know it's not Sunday, I know, but we have a special treat for you today. We are interrupting our regularly scheduled Sunday programming on motherhood, life, and all things in between to write an open letter to Ronald Gladden, the only real person in the hit Amazon mockumentary, Jury Duty. So, we do hope you enjoy it, and we will be back on Sunday with our regularly scheduled posts about motherhood. Um, also, don't forget, please subscribe to knockitoff.substack.com so you don't miss a thing, and or follow us wherever you get your podcasts. Here it is. An open letter to Ronald Gladden, the hero of Amazon's jury duty. Dearest Ronald, we need you to know, if you don't already, that your heroism as the foreperson of the fake jury goes far beyond your being an unwitting catalyst to pure comedic gold. You've shown America the ideals for which we should all strive, no matter the situation. Among the chaos that was created solely to see how you'd respond, you displayed a refreshing sense of morality time and time again. First, you graciously handled every oddity thrown your way by your fellow jurors. Take Todd, who wowed you with his prosthetic ear, chair pants, and under-the-connecting-door love note. You kindly showed him a bug's life so he could make sense of his own lot. You comforted him when he embarrassed himself making a mockery of the court proceeding by removing his chair pants in the corner. You struck the hard balance of setting a reasonable boundary in the connecting room situation without offending or hurting feelings. Then there was Noah, the racist but not young man who had some serious love problems slash entanglements. You gave him sound advice not to check his girlfriend's Insta which he promptly ignored, and greased the wheels for him to hang out with eccentric and barely clothed genie. Somehow, you kept it together as Noah explained what soaking was while he recruited Marston to perform the bouncing. You endured Inez's lunch-ordering leadership that included an inability to read a menu. You never outed Tim for doing the unspeakable in the shared restroom, even after you learned he had excluded you from the crane crew. You looked out for sleepy Barbara by waking her in times of need and not exposing her taking mind-altering meds. You tolerated Robbie's bus singing, Ross's wife obsession, Vanessa's attitude, and whatever Pat did. You declined to accept Lonnie's invitation to keep factory questions to a minimum to speed up the process. You were more interested in truth and justice. You refused to take Ken's money after winning the made-up board game, even when he told you time and time again that you won fair and square. With messed up Marsden, you kept your inner fangirl mostly at bay, although we must observe that he made it easy for you. Among other solids, you took the fall for his toilet disaster. You helped a pal out by reading foe script lines, and you played along with his food truck knavery. Perhaps most impressively, you maintained equilibrium when Marsden lost it at Ross's park birthday party, throwing not 
his cake and narcissistically screaming that he didn't want this. Speaking of Ross, who always wore Patagonia, additional kudos are due for your displaying perfect equanimity during your sidebar conversation with him as the last remaining liable voter. He admitted to you the reason he was stalling the vote was because he just didn't want to leave his friends. You allowed that moment of vulnerability like a four-person boss would. In your heart of hearts, you had to have known this whole mockery was off. Maybe you even felt you were being pranked, but you never lost your cool. You just went with the flow and handled it all in stride. And that was just how you dealt with your fellow jurors. You also endured the idiotic case and trial participants like a pro. Take the plaintiff, Jacquee, emphasis on quee, Hillgrove, owner of Cinnamon and Sparrow, the eco-conscious clothing company that was going to save the world. She was suing a former employee for showing up drunk and high and ruining a batch of t-shirts before passing out and urinating, possibly more, on himself. The plaintiff's case highlights included her lawyer accidentally exposing her evident love addiction through the testimony of her treating doctor. Also presented during the plaintiff's case was the riveting testimony of Genevieve, the dog by an advocate who set up Jacquee with the client whose t-shirt order was ruined. Sadly, the client then set out to reciprocate by ruining Cinnamon and Sparrow via Twitter. You never judged the dusty-ass defense attorney for his countless botch jobs. We can't take credit for the phrase dusty-ass attorney. This was hatched by your fellow fake juror, Vanessa. You listened to the lawyer say things like, warm it up with the heat of justice. You endured the defendant's mother airing their dirty cohabitation laundry, and you patiently sat through the defendant electing to represent himself with frequently misused courtroom terminology. As for crotchety Judge Rosen and pushy bailiff Nikki, you paid them the respect their positions were due. Above all of this, though, you kind of showed us what it is really like to serve on a jury. You learned the meaning and feeling of being sequestered. Who cares if it's super rare? It made for great TV. You couldn't sell your stocks for multiple trading days. You embraced the camaraderie with your fellow jurors, including beating one of them at a friendly arm wrestling match. You deeply considered the facts and even did a little investigating of your own. Ugh, maybe not the best idea. You shook your jitters and rose to the challenge of leading your peers. You felt the weight of the world on your shoulders as you considered liability. You were so relieved when everyone finally landed on the same page. You've been called America's sweetheart and the next bachelor. But to us, you're an everyday hero because you really tried to do the right things for the right reasons, both in and out of the courtroom. You represented the people of Bakersfield, California with dignity, kindness, and respect. For this, the viewers of jury duty are in your debt. Well done, Ronald. Well done. Your judges of the real facts, Bethany Bell and Kara Wood. P.S. We once hailed from Ridgecrest, California, by the way. Kern County forever. 
Also, we want to give a special shout out to Johnny Mack of the Daily Comedy News Podcast for turning us on to this show. All right, that's it for today. Thanks for listening, and we will see you all on Sunday.